On today's Garnet Community Podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by Marcel Backpages from the University of Oxford, who works in the lab with, with Gail Preston. And we're talking about a paper just published in MDPI Biomolecules, the title of which is Discovering the RNA Binding Proteome of Plant Leaves with an Improved RNA Interactome Capture Method. So, so we're interested in this paper because not only is it scientifically interesting, but it's a real resource, a real community resource for people. So not only is it a protocol, which is written out really nicely, um, they also provide all the information, all the bind all the proteins that they find in this study, which is in the supplemental information. So it's really there for people to use as well. And you know, we're a big fan fans of that at Garnet for sure. So thanks very much, Marcel, for, for joining us today. It'd be great if you give us uh, an overview of what you did and the challenges you had within within the paper, please. Thank you very much for having me here. Basically I'd like to start by saying why we study RNA binding proteins, right? So they are important because they are critical post-transcriptional regulators of uh, gene expression. So basically what RNA binding proteins do is they determine what happens with the RNA at each of the steps of uh, its, its life. So since the RNA are transcribed uh, through the processing, so the addition of the cap and poly A and all this, so these RNAs are being regulated by RNA binding proteins. So they are very important uh, for the cell. And so what happened is until a few years ago, the way people used to study RNA binding proteins was by doing in vitro studies or like computational approaches to identify new RNA binding proteins. But then this doesn't tell you what's going on like in vivo, physiologically in the cell. Yeah. Uh, but Luckily, in 2012, uh, Alfredo Castello, which is one of the uh, co-authors of this paper, uh, developed this technique called RNA interactome capture, and he developed this in human cells. And what this allows you is to identify, like in a cell scale, system-wide scale, all the RNA binding proteins that are active at a certain moment in vivo. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, this was a boom in RNA biology field and it rapidly expanded to other organisms like yeast and and flies and fish and like name an organism it was they tried with it mm -hmm. okay. and um, the problem with plants is that this technique is based on the application of uv light okay. to cross-link proteins and rnas and so plants have uh, like all these pigments that are very good at protecting plants from uv light mm -hmm. but then this isn't good for the technique mm -hmm. and so there are like challenges in plants so that why it could be applied to plants a bit later and then to circumvent these challenges they, it has been applied to cell cultures to protoplasts and to ethylated seedlings so which from our point of view they are not the most relevant or like they were artificial let's say so mm -hmm. we wanted to try to develop a protocol uh, in which we could identify rna when you put it from plant leaves mm -hmm. so that's how everything started and uh, and so we published this paper uh, in which, which we have developed a plant-optimized version of RNA interactome capture, and we have named it Plant RNA Interactome Capture, or PTRIC. Right. We were not very, yeah, the name was not very noted. Um, and so what this allows is to identify all the RNA-binding proteins that are actively bound to RNA in plant leaf. And it's important that it's a plant leaf, mm -hmm. which uh, we think it's a relevant organ and it's like, closer to, actually, to nature. Yep. And so, so we've done just a bit of the results. So we've applied this technique to, to plant leaves uh, in Arabiopsis, and we found like the first proper RNA binding proteome from Arabiopsis leaves. And so we found a very extensive uh, RBPOM, so numbers comparable to mammals, and this includes RNA binding proteins from different compartments. 
which was a challenge from previous studies. So we found from like not only from nucleus or cytoplasm, but also from mitochondria chloroplast. Um, so then when we checked the proteins that we found, we found that about 25% of them were uh, already linked to RNA biology, mm -hmm. which is good because it's telling us that what we're finding is actually meaningful and relevant yeah. and it makes sense. Pro protocol works, that's good. Exactly, yeah. protocol works. We're not just isolating nonsense, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we're isolating meaningful stuff. And what is even more exciting is that 25% of the proteins we identified mm -hmm. as bound to RNA were not known to be linked to RNA biology. Okay. And so this open doors to like finding potential novel uh, RNA binding proteins in plants. Mm -hmm. And so we found something uh, that for me is very cool that uh, that is that we found a lot of uh, proteins from the photosynthetic apparatus bound to RNA. Mm -hmm. And so it's not one, two or three, it's like 56 of them. And from each major protein um, super complexes, so like photosystem 2, photosystem 1, uh, cytochrome B6F, FATPase, so like pretty much everywhere from the photosynthetic apparatus. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we checked their intensities and they had like very high intensities, so it's actually they're, they're true uh, RNA binding proteins. And this is somehow new but not unexpected um, because it's known that the large subunit of Rubisco indeed binds RNA and it has an RNA binding domain. That was, it's not that well known because it's buried inside the protein, but okay. upon some conditions like oxidizing conditions, it's exposed and it can bind the RNA. So mm -hmm. it's not unexpected that these kind of proteins combine RNA. So let me ask you about the, the photosynthetic yes. proteins. I mean, initially you might think that you, you isolate these proteins because there's so many of them in the leaf and it might be an artifact of just, just loads of these proteins. So how do you rule out that that's not the, that's not the case, that there is specific so, binding? Yeah, so in fact, uh, some of these proteins, uh, about a third of these photosynthetic proteins, were not found in the non curdling control. So we always have a non curdling control and a curdling samples, okay. and we do ratios. And so if they are like a lot more abundant in the curdling versus non curdling. But actually, about a third of these photosynthetic proteins were not found at all in any of the non-curdling replicates. Okay. So it's not like they are very abundant, sticky proteins, yeah. but it's just they are, they are not, and, and they're just curdling to the RNA. And so mm -hmm. also when we do the pull-down, so the uh, isolation of these active RNA-binding proteins, we have a very stringent uh, washing protocol that gets rid of like all or most of this sticky protein and, and uh, proteins okay. that are actually interacting with RNA and specifically. Mm -hmm. um, the beauty of this technique is that UV light promotes covalent, so cross-linking uh, between RNAs and proteins. Yeah. And so this is a covalent bond. So it allows you to be very stringent okay. in the purification. Okay. So what did you have to say? So you mentioned that this pro the protocol was initially done with um, uh, in, in mammalian cells and it's, mm -hmm. it has been yeah. attempted in, in, in other plant tissues as well. So what specific mm -hmm. changes did you have to make in order to, to make it work so well for the leaf interactor? Yeah, so we, uh, we tried all the parameters, right? We optimized all the parameters, mm -hmm. but uh, we found that the most critical ones were maybe uh, the amount of UV light. So how much UV light you're applying to the leaf and how you apply it. Mm -hmm. So if you don't apply enough UV light, you don't cross-link enough, so you get low yields. Okay. But if you over-cross-link, this uh, 
destroy the RNA, so this breaks down the RNA, and then you don't get any yields either. So you need to keep a balance between like the optimal amount of UV light, so not too little, not too much, to be able to be efficient. And so leaves are also thick, so this creates a problem because UV light needs to penetrate to all the layers of the cell. Mm -hmm. So this uh, took a bit of tweaking and optimization. So you, you mentioned um, a few other studies that have been done with the protoplasts and the etiolated seedlings, and you did an, mm -hmm. you do a nice comparison um, between your method and, all, well, in fact, all of those different four methods, mm -hmm. and you find that there are only 25 proteins which are found in, uh, in each of these. Um, yeah. uh, so what does that tell us about the challenge of the method and, and, and what we might be able to learn moving forward. Yeah, to be honest, initially uh, I was expecting a, like a bigger overlap, mm -hmm. right? But then if you think that we are comparing here protoplasts, cell cultures, mm -hmm. ethylated seedlings and leaves of mature plants, mm -hmm. it's maybe not unexpected that uh, the overlap is so low. Also, uh, I think it's quite important the way people analyze the data. So after the technique, so the protocols are different. The starting materials are different to start with. And the protocols are different. And then the downstream pipeline to define RBBs is also different. So then it's not unexpected that we find a very little overlap. I think what should happen, and uh, we're hoping that our paper provides this, is that there's like a more defined pipeline that everyone follows. So we can get more comparable results. So that's why we decided to publish as well our paper uh, like in a very user-friendly way. So we decided to publish all the method very well described, to have a protocol, step-by-step -step protocol in supplemental material that people can just print and use in the lab. Mm -hmm. And we decided to describe very much in detail uh, the data analysis side of it. Mm -hmm. So people can actually use this standard protocol and we can get more comparable results yeah absolutely you've done that i mean as i say it's extremely user-friendly there's a there's a step-by-step -step protocol which is very useful so so just to just to end let me ask you uh, a more mm -hmm. scientific question perhaps so i know yeah. you know working in the preston lab you have some interest in, in plant immunity so have you mm -hmm. been able to find any interesting rna pro binding proteins that they're involved in, in in plant immunity and are, are you you know looking to publish those anytime soon yeah so so basically this is a protocol so a technique that allows you to do very cool stuff and what we like is plant immunity so we have applied this technique to discover RA when proteins involved in plant immunity mm -hmm. and indeed we have we have found uh, very cool candidates and a lot of candidates uh, of plant RBPs involved in immunity and we are going to publish this very soon we are actually wrapping up the paper and submitting it very soon. And so I, I hope you guys can, can read it okay. uh, very soon, yeah. Well, it's been a good time for, for writing papers, at least, if, if little else, uh, yeah. these last few months. Yeah, indeed. So, sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, that, that's great. So thanks very much, Marcel, for, for both, you know, talking about the paper here and also really pushing this community resource aspect of the paper. I think it's very, very useful indeed. Thanks very much. Thank you very much.